big game, I guess, this weekend. <laughs> Cardinals heading down to Atlanta where they do not and have not played well. It is our great pleasure to welcome in a gentleman who's been covering the team for ages, the great D Orlando Ledbetter joining us. D, what's happening? Hey, not too much, guys. Thanks for having me today. It's our pleasure. Always is our pleasure to have you on. All right, tell us about the state of this Falcons team. Tell us what Desmond Ritter's looking like. What kind of a challenge is this team going to be for the Cardinals? Yeah, they are, uh, you know, trying to see if the uh, young man could uh, be their quarterback of the future, third-round pick out of Cincinnati, uh, 0-2 with no touchdown passes in his first two starts. Uh, So, uh, you know, Looked a little better second time out. But, yeah, a team that's, uh, you know, taking a look at a lot of young guys as they try to move forward in the post-Matt Ryan era here in Atlanta. Yeah, you know what, uh, D, uh, not, not all crummy seasons are created equal. The Falcons are 5-10, and 10, the Cardinals are 4-11. and 11, But the difference is the Cardinals season is a massive disappointed appointment for a team that had playoff aspirations. The Falcons, I think you guys knew going in this is probably going to be a rebuilding year. I mean, look, your number one running back is a rookie. Your number one wide receiver is a rookie. Now, your starting quarterback is a rookie. So, what 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 this season was all about for Atlanta, I think going in, was was, was building something for the future. So, yeah, you'd like to do better than 5-10 and ten at this point, but it's not a massive disappointment like we've had here in Arizona. Exactly. Uh, they turned the page on the Matt Ryan era. Got off to a good start. We're four and four, uh, and uh, you know, have folks thinking about, hey, maybe this uh, there's an outside chance that uh, they're going to be substantially better than the four point five wins that Vegas uh, picked for them. But uh, then the bottom kind of fell out, and uh, they've lost six of their last seven. Uh, but been playing people close, and uh, there's some optimism because of that that they. They've been playing people close with young guys and uh, will have some money next year and the salary cap situation improves. Uh, and, you know, the future is, uh, you know, kind of looking a little bit better than it was uh, uh, last year when they, you know, got into the Deshaun Watson Derby, lost, and then had to trade Matt Ryan. When you take a look at uh, young players that you have, one guy that I, I've been very much impressed with, I'm, I'm curious what you think, is the kid out of USC, Drake London. Looks like he's really developing into a real, legit wide receiver. How's he? How's he been? Yeah, he's been one of the uh, bright spots for the team. Uh, tough guy, uh, you know, catches uh, catches it uh, uh, in traffic. Uh, got a little run after the catch. Has a, a little ball security issue here. Had a couple fumbles in the last two games where the people knocked the ball off of him. But uh, definitely looks like a player, and uh, definitely looks like uh, you know somebody that they could help to build the offense around. Now, D, when you talk about Desmond Ritter, I want to go back to the quarterback. Look, we, we've seen it before. You can find starting quarterbacks in the third round and beyond in the National Football League. It's been a very small sample size. But how, let me give me your opinion. When you see Ritter play, do you see potential QB1 of the future in this kid? He was good in college, but you know, does does he does he does he got the does he got the goods? What do you think? 
Yeah, I want to see a little bit more. He's got a live arm. I like that. Uh, I want to see him be a little bit more accurate with it and, uh, uh, you know, get the ball to the weapons. Uh, you know, Kyle Pitts is out and he's hurt. But um, I think it's very promising that he's been able to lean on Drake London uh, with uh, 20 targets, 14 catches, uh, 166 in uh, two games. But, yeah, I need to see some touchdowns. I need to see a win. And uh looks like the Arizona's the best opportunity to do that, uh, you know, coming up on Sunday. So I want, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm still judging. Uh, the jury's still out on the kid for me. Uh, I need to see a little bit more. What is, uh, what, what is the viewpoint locally in Arthur Smith and the foundation he's laid? Is he generally thought of highly? Um, yeah, yeah, they're, uh, you know, they, the, the fan base kind of knows they were uh, going to be rebuilding, um, you know, and uh, uh, they've been able to win seven games uh, last year. And maybe, you know, they got a chance to win seven this year. Uh, and it looks like they put in a solid foundation. But, you know, um, people can't identify uh, you know, who the stars are going to be yet, you know, and uh, the Falcon fans have been used to, you know, they went from Michael Vick, right from Michael Vick to Matt Ryan, uh, and now it's kind of a little bit murky uh, when you go to Marietta, uh, draft a third-round guy, and, uh, you know, so the identity of the team and his uh, uh, building a foundation and a team around a, a venture quarterback is a little bit uh, different for uh, the fan base. As we continue to preview the game, uh, D, you know, Dan talked about the rookie wide receiver. Let me hit you with one about the rookie running back, Tyler Algier. I mean, this guy put together one of the greatest seasons by a Falcons rookie running back ever. When you talk about the total yards, uh, the touchdowns, rushing receptions, I mean, this guy, I mean, he's good in college too, uh, but he is really, he's really emerged as a really quality NFL running back in his rookie year. Yeah, and he really runs with power. Uh, they were very fortunate. They think they were fortunate to get him in the fifth round. They had him on their board as the second running back behind Kenny Walker because they based it on uh, yards after contact. Uh, you know, so he was tough to go down even at BYU. So uh, uh, to get him in the fifth round, they got him a little late because his speed is he's not a speed merchant, but he runs with authority and uh, he finishes his run. So uh, they brought him along slowly, and as the season has progressed, uh, he's picked up his game and uh, is uh, a key part of their future now. What is uh, offensively? What is what's the talk about JJ Watt's retirement? And more importantly, just how good he's been recently? Because this is a guy that obviously the Falcons are going to have to deal with on Sunday. Yeah, there was a lot of talk because uh, you know uh, back in uh, uh, 2014 they had a joint scrimmage down there. That was Jake Matthews' first year, and uh, one of the um, uh, matchup he had to go. They threw him into the fire against JJ Watt as the sixth overall pick in the draft. And uh, the one on ones down there in Houston, he learned a lot on those practice fields, getting uh, whipped into shape by JJ Watt. And uh, so Jake reflected on that for me. Uh, uh, we got a story up on that. Uh, Chris Lindstrom and the guys on the inside are, are worried about him. Uh, they saw what he did uh, against Tampa and the highlights they were showing. Uh, so, yeah, they are um, uh, excited for the challenge against playing against one of the NFL greats here. Uh, that has decided he's going to hang up his cleats after the season. So, yeah, there was a, a lot of buzz in the locker room, a lot of respect for J.J. Watt, who's coming to town, and a lot of the 
the, the true football fans will get their last chance to see one of the all-time greats who did it uh, big time in Houston and uh, for the last two years in Arizona. Yeah, and, and fans are going to see, don't expect a guy just kind of coming in on a rocking chair. This, yeah. this guy's a one-man wrecking crew uh, these last four or five weeks of the season. You know, it's not too often you can head to week 17 with a 5-10 and 10 record and be two games out of first place. Now, yeah. it doesn't matter because you, you guys have been eliminated for this year, but what that does tell you is with a few tweaks and some improvements and uh, you know, you, you're improvement in the roster here and there, that next year, D, uh, I mean, the Falcons, if Tom Brady leaves the division, uh, next year you have to think that the, the, the division is winnable even coming off of a season like you guys just had. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, uh, you know, they don't have a quarterback in New Orleans. Uh, you know, unless you count Tyson Hill. Uh, you know, uh, Carolina, unless you count Sam Darnold. Uh, they're doing just a, a remarkable job up there with the running game with Coach Steve Wilkes. You don't know if they're going to stay with him or Go, go in another direction. Uh, yeah, so the division's going to open, potentially open them back up. Uh, you know, Brady goes on, on his way. Uh, and so, yeah, there's time. You know, it was a, you know, there was a time where the NFC South was, you know, sending people to the Super Bowl every year. You yeah. know, Tampa, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Cam Newton. You had Cam Newton down there. You had, uh, uh, you know, Brady, then uh, Matt Ryan and, uh, took the Falcons to the Super Bowl, so you know those quarterbacks are all gone now, and everybody's got to retool. And uh, uh, so you know, it's opportunity. We know Atlanta is a college football team uh, town in its soul. Is is it tough for the Falcons to kind of get their share of the market now that Georgia's become uh, the program you guys have all wanted them to be? No, it's a, it's a, it's an NFL town uh, okay. too, uh, because a lot of people uh, follow their own teams uh, here. So it's more NFL slash Falcons. Uh, when you group okay. them together, you know the numbers for us at least are on par with the college numbers, or even greater in some years when the Falcons get hot. Because uh, you got a lot of people that have moved here from uh, you know other places, and um, you know they still go to the games, they still follow the Falcons, they still follow their teams. So. Uh, you know, Georgia is uh, certainly doing their thing. Uh, big game uh, to, to tomorrow with Ohio State downtown but in the Peach Bowl. Uh, but, yeah, it's enough room for NFL and college football in the South these gotcha. days. Thank you, D. We always appreciate your time. All the best to you, my man.